It was a brick by brick and a stone by stone. It wasn't done alone. Spirit is the. Welcome, 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 welcome. You are listening to Menstruction. Black Velvet coming through your airwaves. Coming up is part two of our wonderful conversation with Builder Monta Aziz. If you haven't already, go back and listen to episode 13, a bachelor's degree, but a master of none. So you're up to speed. And with that, back to your regularly scheduled programming. There was more transparency. Mm-hmm. I feel like not it would be easier, but I feel like there'd be a more level playing field throughout the experience. And there was a more openness from the school to everybody else. Like, all right, yo, keep buck with you. Even paying off this debt from 1974. Yeah. Or someone stole our money back when that dude was president. We're still paying all people with lawsuits right now. So yeah. we can't afford to get rid of cockroaches. Okay, bro. Like, that sucks. But at least you told me. Yeah. Right? Or say like, that. Look, we, right. Say that. Hey, look, we, we tried FYE, to be honest. But we ain't got time to force y'all. And we got more pressing issues. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's up to y'all. It, it, y'all do what y'all want. Okay, bro. Back. You know what I mean? It's cool. Stop. Right. Stall me out. Right. So I feel like it just have to really be you push us. But you can only push people so far. Like they send out emails. They put out flyers. They, they, they invite us in there. There's a plethora of resources. If you don't take it, you don't take it. Like there is a certain point where it's on the students. Absolutely. And I, and, Absolutely. Yeah. And and I feel like we're at that point, but we aren't at that. We aren't at that point. So I feel like if this were to ever happen, it it'll be a real logistical monster. But I do feel like it is feasible. Like anything you said, anything you said is not feasible. Again, it's just it's freaking politics, you know. And and they're so ingrained. And that's one of my biggest problems with street philosophers. And I don't mean Hebrew Israelites and oils and mm. bean pies with the nation. I'm talking oh, about. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about my brothers out there <laughs> in the corner. You know hey, what I'm saying? Boy, I think they'd be making bean pies <laughs> from scratch, boy. Ali, Ali, bean pies, Ali bean pies are the best. That's, that's a fact. Anyway, um, I mean, he's a good dude, too. Cool people. His people is cool people. So. When I say that, I mean people that claim to be something without actually understanding what it means. People mm-hmm. claim to be a feminist. It's like, do you actually know what the word means, though? Right. Like, do you know what the word feminist means? Yeah. Do you know what feminism means? Yeah. Have people mostly. Yeah. Do you know where it comes from? Yeah. Do you know feminists is really white women who excluded black women from the movement? To oh, actually, we should. We should let you guys kind of, you know, it'll help us. So, yo, man, feminist, man, that's white white women. All right. Do, do you actually know that Me Too? I met Tarana Burke. Great. Me Too was a black woman's movement. Oh, really? It's crazy. Or it's like, do people understand? Like, people don't understand that they'll preach a doctrine from Wikipedia, mm. but you don't know where it comes from, right? right. Yeah, it can come from Shabba Dabba Dabba. Dab. And, and he also wrote, White people belong in a cave. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking? But you spouting this doctrine. Man. Oh, Marcus Garvey's text. Yo, his text, he didn't even write. It was his man's 20 yeah. years later. Yeah. Yeah. And so we get so caught up and people are so easy to spout out information and try to become Super Saiyan Hotel. Mm-hmm. It, 
they're not doing their research. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's the thing we have to really consider is that we don't make excuses for the school, but we cannot criticize unless you understand. Like, right. I can't criticize Elhaj Malik Shabazz without reading his autobiography, without mm-hmm. reading his speeches, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't, you can't lionize him, okay, not understanding that he isn't the moral prophet they say he is. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's a bad guy. I'm just saying mm-hmm. he's human. Right. Elhaj Malik Shabazz is human. Something called Michael Human. He's yeah. human. Yeah. Lionizing these people. Mike, I tell everybody this. Lionizing people like Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Monkey Jr., Tupac Shakur, right? AKA Machiavelli. And Elhaj yeah. Shabazz is literally the antithesis of their entire being. Mm-hmm. They, they would hate to be lionized if they were alive. That they is, would despise it. That is a fantastic point. Yes. Because absolutely. the antithesis of their entire being. Yes. Literally for the people, by yes. the people. Oh, no, we should have a painting. I was like, why is Gandhi in here? <laughs> you think maybe he would have been with MLK? Probably not. It's like, why is Gandhi in his? What is this? Why are there paintings? Why are there memorializations? Right? And again, a school that claims to be built on Christianity has a lot of idols. Mm. I just find it very mm. interesting because mm. it's like, what's the point of idolizing people? You're supposed to believe in God, no matter what it is, Jesus or just, just the you know, almighty God, right? Yes. It's like literally idolizing people defeats the purpose of any text of, of the big three, right? And so that's what also, I'm like, look, I'm like, you know, hold on, hold yeah, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That that what you just said right there was powerful. He just got gotta run that back one more time. He said a school, a university built on Christian ideals and doctrine, full of idols, practicing idolatry and a doctrine that is supposed to be monotheistic. Come on, don't tell me that there is not a contradiction there. Come on now. Somebody needs to open the curtain like it. Come on. Come on. Oh that, 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 is, that, that is major. That's major. I want to switch gears a little bit. For sure, yeah. Because we, you were kind of going in a direction that I wanted to move into. Okay. I, d- I forgot to pull up the stats in front of me, so I, I um, forgive me, listeners, if I'm a little inaccurate. But even so, always do your own research. But right, right, right. I I recently um, was listening to one of my favorite news programs and the the article that they were um, referring to, and it was saying that during the this pandemic and now the um, time following it, moving through it, hopefully, that the attendance rate for men, um, college uh, attendance rate has been the lowest it has ever been historically. Mm. And of course, for black men, it has always been lower in general. Um, That number has usually been led by white men. It was shown that even for white men, it was the lowest percentage wise that it has been in, you know, however long, some seven, 80 years, whatever the case may have been. And 
the conversation around it, you know, they were kind of weighing out the pros and cons of why men now on average are attending university less and that women that it's kind of crazy how the balance shift has shifted that now women attend universities majority uh, more so than men do that imbalance well not imbalance but the shift has happened where Mm. pendulum swung now it's women and the men are not going and well, some of the points they were making was, you know, of course, as we've already addressed here, the financial burden, where honestly, from a male perspective, the base expectation is that you're going to be a provider, that you have to have your financial situation in check, <clears throat> that your identity very much so is related to your financial status. And so just because of that, you're kind of ingrained as a man to have a very contentious relationship with debt. You, you don't really want to be there. You don't really want to, if you don't have to take it on, you're not going to, because you have to have your paper in check. If you want to be respected as a man, that's just the reality of it. certain programs that are offered degree programs and that kind of thing aren't necessarily geared towards the male experience. And I wouldn't even say that there's necessarily a male experience, but I mean, our minds work differently, men and women. We think differently. We think at different speeds. We think conceptually differently. And so, you know, more liberal arts colleges coming out with more opportunities and programs and grants being created for women, I I guess, as in part an overcorrection for the oppression and the subjugation that women were experiencing now the imbalance has shifted to the other side where programs and and financial grants and that kind of thing just aren't offered the same way for men and so men now find themselves in this position where you you really have to ask yourself that question Bro, am I going to college? Do I need to go? Do I need to? Do I need to, do I need to is it truly is it going, truly to, going benefit to benefit me to go to, to college? Go to college? Is this an investment worth me making? Especially here on the platform, uh, I call it Seer. S E A R. This socially engineered alternate reality that we live in right now, where what's up is down and what's down is up. What used to be what was traditionally feminine and of women is no longer and vice versa. Being a real man is vilified. So you're being put in this position and you're like, well, if I'm going to be wrong either way, right? If I'm going to be called out for not going, if I'm going to be called out for going, if I'm going to be called out Mm -hmm. for bettering myself this way and trying to make my paper this way, right? Prime example, I always think of you could very much so be a plumber. You go into HVAC. You could hit your six-figure mark in that four years easily. But how will you be revered? You don't get that same reverence as a degree holder. You get looked down as a plumber. It's like, yo, you talking shit. That man's making twice what you're making. But that's the reverence that is had. <clears throat> and that's that's the perception. So being at an HBCU that has that elitism that has that um, social engineered alternate reality deeply ingrained in how things work. What 
are some of the experiences that you've had with the young women and what their experience has been from what you can understand? Before I answer that, I just want to respond to what you were talking about. I, I wholeheartedly do. Uh, I don't, I think that there is a tie to the, the societal burden through the economics of society that men have to like uplift. Yes. And I feel like, like you said, like men are chilling because now not all men, obviously like when it, you know, going to college is harder, but men as a, as a, you know, what a sex, like there's been opportunities longer. So some men kind of take for granted that, all right, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, some men, maybe especially like, you know, white people, affluent, or just any, you know, affluent people, like, I can go to college whenever, I can do whatever I want. I don't mm-hmm. have to do this. It's quarantine. I just start working at Amazon to target my bread up, right? Yeah. And, you know, women, like you said, marginalized, and and there's been a gatekeeping opportunities. They like, yo, we doing this now. Yeah. Because... This is, there's still a lot of new opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a lot of stuff is just starting, you know, recently for women, you know what I'm saying, unfortunately. So they like that. The men are like, you know what I'm saying? Like, eh. you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Also, it's, it, it's in, in some communities, it's pushed forward. Women do their thing to have more freedom. You come back home, it's like, you good? Yeah. You got it. Like, what you doing? You ain't your mom's house? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in some places, women have a longer, have a longer, you know, leniency to be with they. Some cultures, they, they live with their parents, they get married. Yeah. So they have a leniency of, yo, do your thing, go travel. You a guy. What's up? Are you good? Yeah. You got insurance? Right. You got a call? Let's go. Hold on, bro. Hey, yo, we the same age. It don't matter. <laughs> you got to take care of everybody. Regardless yeah. if she's going to have a career, regardless if she has her own stocks mm-hmm. and costs. You have to be able to do that because that's yeah. what, what you is, regardless of the new man, whatever that's supposed to be, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You still got to deliver, yeah. regardless of, the, of this new this new equal month. Nah, son. You still have to deliver because that's what, that's what it is. And so I feel like some guys might have been like, well, I need to get money. So this Zoom stuff is dumb because I get Forex, I get stocks, Amazon, Target, yeah. security. I can get a trade now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Quarantine two years, I get a trip. Like you say, six figure out. Yeah. yeah. I'm not doing this college. People start doubting. Like, yo, what's this college thing? is dumb, right? Why mm-hmm. am I sitting on a computer? Like, I get mm-hmm. bread out here. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this definitely is that kind of, well, I got to support a family. Or maybe they had a family. Or maybe they was like, it's like, or they come from a community. Like, maybe me, it's like, well, they're going to get married after college. Or they get married very young. It's like, I ain't got time to build that. I'll get a potato. I can go yeah. back to college. I can do college a lot anytime. Yeah. Now it's time to make bread. Or some people took, you know, took quarantine off. They came back, graduated in my class. But there definitely is that kind of women, you know, they got the leniency. Some, you know, not all, but there is a, a higher leniency to they can, you know, they can go out and do what they do. Yeah. Travel the world. They can be in school longer. No one's pressuring them. Now, again, I'm not sitting there. There's pressure for women. To get yes. married again, there is still pressure for them to figure out. I'm not saying for everybody, but right. I have seen in instances yeah. that it's more lenient towards women exploring themselves and figuring themselves out for a longer period of time Absolutely. than men, because men still are seen as, all right, you got to be able to provide and do all this regardless. And that you're a bum if you're figuring something out. Yeah. And you're seen as a bum, right? So it's like a 30-year-old woman, 
She has degree, traveled the world, is not doing anything with it. You might get talked about, maybe not. A guy, yo, nobody respects him. He's he's bum this, bum that. Yeah. Bum this, bum that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Now, granted, both of them, y'all got to do something. <laughs> both of y'all is bums in my opinion. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're 30 in your mom's crib, bro? And yeah. you're not, like, you know, if you're doing something, bro, that's different. Like, if you in your mom's crib because you bought the house and she lived yeah. in your house, that's yeah. bad. Or you doing something out of your mom's crib, something happened, everything, you know, thing, things happen, financials, you know, like if it's a, a reason, whatever. But you just being at a beer, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? Well, look, if, if, if you're 30 and <laughs> you at the very least aren't making some moves to yeah. make that transition or even try some yeah. things, then this is for you. That I, I like this. It's scary times. It's scary times, right? Like that's 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 a problem. So I I, I I I everything you said, absolutely. That is something that that's a major difference that exists when it comes to how men and women, especially today, approach the college experience. But that brings me back to my question. How have the women that you attended college with or that you were around and you interacted with, how did they affect your experience? Uh well as a as a young Muslim, I uh <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I you know say as, as a young Muslim man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Go ahead. I um uh-huh. yep, <laughs> go ahead. You got it. I had some limited personal interactions with the women in the AC. Um, most of it was for, through class, professional networking. Um, I, I had, I had, I had two successfully failed relationships during my tenure at Morehouse. Um, I was like, you know, both both of the girls were spumming. Like, both are different. I was at different points. They were at different points. Um, I learned a lot from my relationships with those women. Um, the women I talked to, the women I liked, I learned a lot uh, from them as well. I would say, like, they showed me a different side of just life in general, not just the collegiate manner. And some of it was like, oh, I didn't know this is how you see men. And also, like, this is an interesting take. I've never heard a woman say this is how men or treat her or she thinks men see her. So it, it was always kind of like a mirror, either pointed to me or pointed to her right. uh, in a sense. And I feel like, you know, we, we have the, you know, I, I've seen the we ain't shit, right? In quotes, for lack of a better phrase, right? Sorry, yes. Grandma. You know, the, the we ain't shit movement. I've seen that. And <laughs> I've seen the raise, you know, raise up the kings. And, I, and it's funny. Uh, sorry for the random memory, but I remember this white girl, I'm not going to say her name is Sally, Sally do. And, and Sally do was very Shout famous Sally. for shouts for Sally do. Uh, I don't know where she at now. I hope she's okay. Uh, shout out to Sally do. She had a, she was, she was popular for particular, uh, achievements. And so yeah. I knew her. Right. And I, you know, I wasn't no, I wasn't nobody for a minute. So I'm just talking to her. 
Yeah, very certain Xbox achievement she was very uh, famous for. And mm. so I remember talking to her one time <laughs> and okay. she and she okay. was like, she believed that a woman's place would take care of the man's and be in the kitchen and shut yeah. up. Yeah. And c- coming from a coming from a what you say, sucker, kind of kind of background. I'm like, all yeah. the women in my family are superheroes. Yeah. And and, and I'm like, whoa. But I I know that there's women that do exist in the collegiate center and that kind of had that mindset of everybody has a place and that in the relationships they've had with people that I've known or people that I, that I that I've seen or just heard. Yeah. There's some a lot of docile stuff going on, which is which is the opposite of the supposed strength and the supposed kind of kind of equality that's being projected or taught at certain institutions. Yeah. And I just felt like the diversity of women, their mindset was interesting. Um, people in general, what they say versus who they are yes. is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, I've I, uh, my sister, her friend, her friend group who was big, then it was small, very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen it in a, a lot of times that women like the friendships like aren't all there. Mm-hmm. My, my sister's like she has acquaintances now it's yeah. like i've seen that women are friends with men a lot more than they mm-hmm. are with themselves mm-hmm. right and some women have told me like they don't trust women they don't mm-hmm. like women right i had a co-worker cool you know she uh you know what i'm saying she identified herself as a, as a uh as a lesbian she's like yeah, yeah girls are girls are annoying yeah. <laughs> she's like yeah. i don't like girls and i'm like this is this is very in- interesting Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think she's like oh, guys are simple, da da da, and we, you know, we were cool, kicked it off, and I just like this is very interesting, like women, how women see women, and I never really got that. Yeah, and I in high school, girls were like girls, you know, I don't like girls, or you know, you know, they would take female dogs or whatever. But seeing how women see each other, and then and seeing how they interact with us, and just this whole like and their pressure, right, the physicality. Yeah. Yeah. The skin tone, mm. the achievement, the mm. the sec the sexuality, the sexualization, yes. the 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 gaze, that just all this stuff w- yeah. without becoming wokezilla, I I really was able to kind of get a a five percent at the max window into the world, mm. and I feel like that was a a benefit for me because you know having. Yeah, you know, I got you know, my, my younger sister, right? Like, that's my best friend. Like, I, I you know, I grew up with her and I grew up with women. So I understood them as much as I could, but understanding them from my age yes. and then from different standpoints, yeah, not only helped me as a man, but from a humanity standpoint, like, okay, all right. So there's some things I'm doing that's problematic or something mm-hmm. maybe I'm saying that's problematic mm-hmm. or my homies, right? I'm saying so I'm seeing, okay, we're both problematic in different ways. How do we fix this? Yeah. And how do we how do we comfortable around each other? Because there is a stigmatism like, oh, you brought, you know, Keisha. Now we can't make jokes. It's like, all right, well, then, like, are the jokes we're making OK? Mm. Now you got to contemplate that. Or it's like, why can't why can't we be friends? Uh, shout out to the guy, the people that saw, excuse me, because that whole platonic thing comes up. Mm-hmm. And my aunt. uh she she says the friend doesn't exist because if honesty is real, then the feeling is out in the open, which is fair. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we're all honest, like 
And I and this worked for me. And I tell homies, I'm like, yo, yo, you cannot. If you lie, you die. And mm. what I mean by that is, mm. you lying like this thing is already failed. Like it's already starting downhill. Yeah. If if you know, I I advocate. You know, what I'm saying as as a Muslim man, you know, what I'm saying preserve mm-hmm. yourself, everybody, yes. you know, whatever Indeed. you identify. Indeed. But if you choose, you choose to go outside, outside the ring, and into another. Be honest, like you know what I would like to have consensual sex with you. I don't care about your major. Okay, people are fine with that. Or yeah. you know what? To be completely honest, I like your friend, but you seem nice, so I want to talk to you first to get to your friend. All right, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or yeah. you know what? After I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for that Uber. I don't really care if I see you again. I say hi, man. Yo. People out here talking to girls for months. Yeah. For months. Yeah. For what? And yeah. now, and now for me, I a lot of the girls that come to me or I like, they just, they just, they they just bruised and battered. Just bruised and battered, like he mm. did this to me, yeah. he did this to me. And yeah. how am I gonna trust you? And yeah. I don't want to do that to you, but I don't really have a choice. Because all I see is you were him and da 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 yeah, And I'm yeah. like the first for a lot of girls. And it's just like, well, then am I working to pick up someone else's like That's trash. No. What, that's, what's the point? Uh-uh. <laughs> what am I what am I am I doing red flags. that? That's right. That's throw them out. It's like soccer. It's like the people. Well, panic. <laughs> the panic. Like yeah, that's you can't no. No. It's, that's that's dangerous. But it, it is. I, I just want to jump in with I'll, I'll pose this question to you because you touched on some great points right there. There definitely is this expectation where, especially if we're talking about collegiate level or, or colleg- collegiate inclined women, you know, it's to go to better yourself, to go and liberate yourself in some kind of way, whether that be um you know mentally emotionally spiritually whatever the case may be and that comes into play and they go for that reason but then there are things that they experience there are people that they encounter and there is curricula that they are taught that then seems like it feeds into this socially engineered alternate reality that we're in now where like you rightfully pointed out you have this set of beliefs or you claim you have this set of beliefs but then what you practice is different and you believe i I mean i we all know the hits at this point you know that men are dogs men cannot be trusted men are not good enough that i can do this independently i truly don't need a man Uh, we can handle things on our own to the point where it's even shifted to the direction of we are the alphas, <laughs> we are the dominant in the uh relationship. We're we're the dogs. You you don't pick me up, I pick you up. You know, I I'm wifing you, <laughs> right? Like that's that's the dynamic. Is that something in your opinion uh, and from your experience? Is that something that you think happens there? Is is there a hyperbolic chamber that exists in the 
university space in the collegiate space where you have women from different walks of life from different environments different perspectives who go there and then manifest these ideas and push kick the can down the road kick push kick push kick push coast or are there more outside factors that go into that uh kendrick lamar Good kid, Mad City. I mean, it's he's in the van, but I didn't want to pull the trigger. I mean, I'm, it's 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 on that level of peer pressure. Mm. Okay, so yes and no. Okay, because I I know people they just accelerated. They they was already Super Saiyan. They became Super Saiyan full by the mm-hmm. time they graduated. So mm-hmm. yes and no. And this is this is on both sides of the, of the, of the spectrum, male male and female. You know. Both sides of the spectrum. I've seen, you know what I'm saying, they come in Peter Parker, they just want to study biology, and, and they come out, Andrew Garfield, I punch, the, the punches are harder now, I don't pull them, because Gwen Stacy's not, <laughs> right? So, yeah, yeah. I I feel as though there there is peer pressure for expectation, and there's peer pressure for why are you why are you not fitting in this thing right and so you know you know we, we spelman right number one hbcu right you know i love my my, my people on the spelman you know i love my sister from spelmanites and from people that have left spelman right the, mm-hmm. the era of elitism and the era of like mm. the the white dress and the and the and the and the you gotta you got everything it's like it's so like duh. That it's yeah. like, what's going on? I can't yeah. be myself. I can't be artsy and I can't be this. And I, it, I mean, Spelman obviously has changed since, you know, the, the, the back in the day, right? So, but, the, you know, at any HBCU, but it's, you know, but definitely like, you know, I, I don't know anybody, you know, I those people at Clark, they, they're fine. But the yeah. Spelman thing, it's like you, you, held, you held yourself to a standard. Mm-hmm. You got to somehow be. Uh, Mary, peace be upon her. It's like you got to be Mary and Coretta Scott King and 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 Shirley Chisholm and Harry Tubman all at the same time. Mm. And 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 it's like, well, how is that even feasible to an eighteen year old, a sixteen year old, a seventeen year old, yeah. a fifteen year old? Yeah, right. And it becomes the oh, I like guys. Like guys are cool. And then it's like nah, like oh, they want sex, or you know what, you should do this, or you should read this book or you should read that book. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, you never see higher learning. Um, I have not. Okay. Uh, okay. But that's a bad example anyway, but it's, it's, it's like when you come into a place and you're very impressionable right? and people just keep molding you mm-hmm. and molding yes. you. Yes. Until you become a supervillain. And now you have no idea how you got here. But all you know is that the Flash comes at seven. And every day you got to try to beat the Flash because <laughs> yeah. that's all you know now. You started yeah. off as regular old scientist. Now you got to beat the Flash at seven. And you're like, oh, what, what is going on? I feel like it's the pressure of you have to be to the standard. The pressure of you shouldn't give into this, shouldn't get into that. And then that creates the identity around the identity that hasn't even formed yet. Yes. To the yes. point where it's a gang mentality on both sides. Like, oh man, join this female dog, that farm tool, that, or it's like, it's it's nigga this, or you know, nigga that, and it's like, you know, small, small, small sexual organist, small sexual organ act. Oh, it's like, 
You know oh, what I'm saying? It's like that's... you can't do this. Yeah, it's, it, it, it 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 becomes boiled down to a primal standpoint where clearly there's there's trying to be a cerebral standpoint, but for right. some reason the primal and cerebral have combined just to be detriment to both parties in general. Yes, yes. And so I I've seen the I've seen both sides of like the you gotta you gotta like keep you you, you know again yes. Everybody's body is sacred, right? Keep to protect your garden, queens, right? Fine, good. But it's like, man, if look, you want yeah, to, yeah, that's another thing too, yeah. But no, just I, I gotta jump in on that, right? Yeah. Ain't no gardens. Let let's just <laughs> let's stop with that because like that, that's clown, that's clown <laughs> behavior. <laughs> okay, because listen. Oh god! But I, I want you to finish your point. But I, I really right. want to just interject right for there. Sure, sure. <laughs> there are no gardens. No one. And th- this is no disrespect uh, in any way at all. Right, in right, all right. seriousness, there's no disrespect mm. any of our. Oh own, god! Especially Sorry. those who took that commitment to educate themselves and better themselves. But going into what you're alluding to about there's this this identity that's being propagated and it's it's it erases the nuance there there's a lot of you have to be this this infallible character that you can do no wrong that you are in essence the the presence of the woman is just without fault and it's like so then that's where stuff like, you know, my garden, it's not a garden. Cause if we're going to, if we're going to be honest and the only reason I'm, I'm addressing this. And if you haven't listened to this episode, uh, those listening, you need to go listen to the first episode in my, uh, the grass always looks greener to those who don't garden series. I literally address this. There are no gardens, but if we're going to move forward with that metaphor, then we have to acknowledge that there are seasons, right? There are seasons in which your yield is going to be better. There are times where you have to work out there to get the crops ready for that harvesting season. It takes a lot of work. You got to put a lot of work to go in and see there's this mindset that we're all roses. We're all roses in this field of roses. Wrong. Everyone has been told that you're a rose. And on top of that, you think you're the white rose. Mm-hmm. You can't just be part of the rest of the red roses. You got to be a white rose. When the reality is you're not white or red. You're not a rose at all. You're a potato. You're a rutabaga. You're a carrot. You're a bell pepper. You're a tomato. Okay, this is that's what it is. Oh, God. There's nothing wrong with that. Because if you're going to be the garden, then let's be honest. When you're harvesting and you get to your cold season, guess what you want to have a lot of? You want to have potatoes and corn and carrots and pepper because that's where the eating is good. You want that. So if you were to put the effort into being that, working on that harvest, making that, making your crops grow the best in that garden, you'd have better results. You'd be better off. You would have to go through being battered, hopefully not physically, 
but you wouldn't have to go through that process and have to go through those challenges and come out on the other side where now you have this self-fulfilling prophecy where everything bad that happens to you seems like it it it's only going to support the already debased perspective you had on the situation that men are bad men are evil you know this and the other it's like it's sad it is it's unfortunate but that's not the reality of the situation that's something that i've covered in an episode already and it's just like i cannot stand it's just it's just the guard no there's no garden you're not the rose you're not it most of you are not and that's okay it's okay but we just gotta be honest about it no, 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 no. I definitely feel you. And I was, I was getting to that. I was, you know, what I'm saying like, it's like, again, it's all back to stigmatisms and just the, it goes back to the, look, that brotherhood, sisterhood thing. We, we probably had it better with better college and maybe it was cool when we had to like literally be brothers and sisters to defend ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. But after a certain point, I feel like it's just all about, here you go. Like it's sister I got now, not the sister I had in the first place. And yo, she's cool. Bless her heart. No, no beef. Just didn't work out. But like, I ended up searching. I'm like, no, I want another small sister. I want it to work out. And I did. I love her so much. Having brunch with her tomorrow. Right. And so you know that hat, but it's like it, 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 that, that connection isn't real because we're ignoring the primalness, right? Of each side, mm-hmm. it's like this ain't my sister. Though. You really think that some freshman isn't gonna want to try to make a move on this Spellman? Come on, yo. Now, granted, it, it, come on, it, they asked us. I'm not yeah. condone. I'm just saying, there's a there was gonna happen. I, I coming back from Spellman, niggas ain't shit already. Yeah, oh, three o'clock. We just got done the ceremony. What happened? Y'all try to smash already? Come on, dog. Y'all couldn't chill out for two seconds, bro. No, we just no. niggas no. ain't shit. It was not even three o'clock. Oh, we already rocky. We all, yeah. I said, what y'all doing, brothers? Come on, brothers. Yeah, let's try this sisterhood thing, brotherhood thing for two seconds, brothers. Right, right two right. seconds, brothers. Yes, and it goes back to the honesty, right. Because everybody thinks that because Richard Nixon was president for a minute, it, everything is cool. But I was like, <clears throat> Watergate. Also, <laughs> again, man, honesty is the best policy, sign. Yes. I, I've, I've heard so many rants. Two years, four years, one year. It was a lie. All a lie. All a lie. It's like, after he smashed, he's different. I said, yeah, he's different. Means out here rage a whole yeah. Mm. It's like again, why are you putting in hours on the Xbox game? It's some 04. What are you doing? No one played that. All you guys say is hey, real rap, bro. Real jive. I'm trying to get the new system, but you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't got no money. Okay, bro. Yeah. I'm bang with you. It's like yeah. literally the honesty just perpetuates. That there is no honesty, like the dishonesty perpetuates that there is no honesty. And that when I come in, right, I believe myself to be a pretty honest person, right? Yeah, sure, for sure. Yep. Nah, <laughs> nah, 
Cause, cause they weren't. What that got to do with me though? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. again, brothers, man. Last girl stabbed me in my rib cage. I have a bulletproof fresh around you. Mm. But again, she stabbed you because the other guy flipped over the balcony and left her and left her there. It's Crazy. just a cycle on each side of just nonsense. And again, I had a really close, really close homie, right? And I told him, I said, look, man, I really don't think this is going to work because you're trying to put two broken pieces together to make a puzzle. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, there's a lot of people that are coming here. This should have been mandatory therapy for every mother sucker that came in. Mm. Because, man, yes, that helped yes. me. Because I was like, man, I was like, yo, I'm doing the utmost therapy on myself. And I'm doing premarital counseling. With the, if I live long enough to find a queen, right, that'll, 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 that can put up with me for eternity. Yeah. Yes, you can like, put up with her. That too. <laughs> we're, we're keep, like, we put up with each other. You know what I'm right. saying? Uh, yes. Chemistry, right? Absolutely. And so, but it's like, yo, man, like, you can't, you can't put two broken pieces together and try to make a V6 engine. It's mm. not working. Mm. And so, I saw that firsthand. It's like, oh man, I wasted years of my life. I'm like, yo, son, he should have been dead. But again, it's like, there's either like, there's a primalness to it, or there's a mental health element to it that people are neglecting. People are lonely. People are lonely. Okay. There's definitely a mental health portion to it. And I, I would say, I think that's part of why it's important. I would beyond important. It's necessary for there to be very interpersonal connections and interactions between the female and male student body. I think it's very necessary because of course you're going to have those situations. You're going to have those challenges. You're going to have people who shooters are going to shoot. This is what they do. You're going to have those people. You're going to have those who have their agenda set and their agenda is going to be to make sure that they get themselves wet. That, that, that's, that's the agenda for them, right? That's, that's what it's going to be. And then you're going to have all the people in between who maybe for them, you know, again, this first time being out of their state, out of that area, having access to so many different kinds of women from different perspectives, from different walks of life. So you, you might want to dabble. You might interact. You might actually just be looking to make connections and have a good friendship. All of that, that it, that's part of the experience. I think all of those are givens. You can't avoid any of those things, but I think it's so crucial for those interactions to happen and for them to be healthy interactions because first of all you pointed it out and i was going to get to that but you already threw it in there for sure there is a mental health aspect that goes into it because you go out again like i keep saying your kids your kids being saddled up with such adulterated responsibilities that's a lot it takes a mental toll on anybody you need support you need companionship. You need community and camaraderie in situations like that. You need to feel whole. And 
part of that process is being able to interact with the other people, other people of the opposite sex, because there's a there's a connection that can be facilitated that just isn't possible in any other way. That's necessary. But I also think even beyond that, it's so necessary because you get to these points where these perceptions exist. You start to plant the seeds of the socially engineered alternate reality. And it's easy to run with that if you don't interact with the right people. If you don't interact with dudes who are actually, who have principles, Mm. who have initiatives, who ask the right questions, who are trying to genuinely understand and comprehend where you're coming from, what your needs are, and who are putting the work in for themselves, who are putting the work in to make themselves better and know that they are just not at their best. They're not at that pinnacle and can acknowledge that and have that level of awareness and accountability. That's key. You have to, but you have to have that interaction. And so just like the question I asked you, you know, what's the effect that it had on you? The effect that I saw was it definitely helped a lot of guys, including myself, put who you really are into perspective. Because I learned a lot about me. And most of it wasn't great. I learned a lot of the things that I needed to improve on and where I was lacking in my interactions with women on the collegiate level. They showed me a lot of things. There were, there were, you know, emotional things that just were not whole. There were things that I was doing great that I didn't know that I was doing well. And there were things that I was lacking that I didn't know that I was lacking in. And so it's necessary to keep all of those things in perspective and be able to have that. But also, but along that same token, keeping things in perspective as well, because everybody, male and female, you're going to go through your own kind of phase where, and I'm speaking strictly in the physical space, you're going to go through your own phase, your own iteration of just trying to catch a body for a lack of a better word. It's not even so much going to be about the relationship that develops about making that connection. It's about satisfying a carnal need. That's going to happen too. And there are so many different perspectives on if that's ethical, if that's moral, if you should do that, how you should do that. Women shouldn't act that way. Men shouldn't act that way. If you don't interact with people on that level at a place where you go to better yourself and to learn and expand your worldview, that's part of that. If you don't have those experiences, you don't realize that's also part of my journey in developing. There is nothing wrong with that. If you do it responsibly and respectfully, it's fine. Both men and women. So the the vilification that happens when it's like, yeah, well, you're 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 a man whore. You be out here, you know, you're a player, whatever the case may be. Right. They they be acting like like you just got to have it. 
that's how they treat it. Like, like we're just addicted to it. And it's like, no, nah, it's just a point in time where I got to have it. And I have to explore that and know what that is for me. And women go through it too. And I, I don't, I also don't appreciate how they get vilified for you, you automatically have now received your laminated notarized card of hope, 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 hope. You, that's yours. You own that. That's your certification. You've gone three times platinum. And it's like, that's just because she, she had sex with three different dudes in the time span of whatever you consider it to be that you don't think is suitable. What's the difference? It's the, in my opinion, it is the same experience. It's just the way that it's perceived. But if you don't have that interaction, if y'all not having those conversations, if you don't meet those people, if you don't meet a Spellmanite versus a Clark gal, you can't understand that. You can't develop that perspective. Also, talking to people, they're beyond their institutions because whatever you might think about Spellman could be for a Clark person. Right, what you think yeah. about Clark? Be first round person. I I thought somebody went to a certain school of Olive Branch. <laughs> I got a real quick surprise, and I said it's gonna be a long year. Yeah, and also, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you go, you, oh, you go hit. Oh, oh no, no. So, into that part, going back to like platonic stuff can happen. Now it's not for everybody, and if you can't take the heat, mm-hmm. get cookout. And so having friends of the opposite sex is beneficial to both parties. And, and I and, and yes, I can count on my fingers. I ain't got a lot. I'm honest with myself, right? I ain't got a lot. But the ones I got, valuable. Yes. We're, we're close. Just, you know, they're the homies. And also I learned from them, they learned from me. And again, it's a great open space. And I feel like one of the biggest obstacles I feel like is not only the social commentary already right ingrained in our minds, not only the the supposed tension or the supposed uh, primal obstacle, but just the fact that um, just the fact that it's like, what are we doing? It's like okay. If you want this to work, then it ha- you need to be able to sit in a room, stall out, and hear both sides. It's like you can't want to be a part of the solution and not work towards it. You can't have those two things. You can't be like, I'm for this, and then just sit in the corner. Uh, and I think another thing is that we got to – we need to do – when we have like that sex ed thing or, you know, that little thing where we talk about assault and oh, yeah, no, all that, I, there I'm needs to familiar. be a, yeah, there needs to be a, another part of that, which is how do you, how do you, what's a date look like? What does a relationship look like? Yes. How do you, how do you, Speak how does, how it. does, what does courting look like? 
I'm like, if this school's so old school, why don't we got no, you know, freaking silverware stuff in court? And uh, how do you do this? Or what's a good place to take Man, somebody? Because there are no true conservative values there. They just want you to believe that there are. They're not there. Bingo. They're not and there. bingo, what's his name? Of? And again, even the stuff that we get sent, that's all legal. That's all like, all right, the government is like, y'all got to die. Y'all got to die. Take these tests. So yeah. we don't seem dumb, even yeah. though stuff happens still. Like, yeah, I don't think I honestly don't think it's stopping anything really. But I think what's what's going to stop it again is is the collective is just coming together and say, all right, sis, what you need from me? All right, bro, what you need from me? And then we institute. If when I was growing up, yo, it's ironic. Man can have socks on, bro. If your shoes fake, he he's better than you. Mm. him calling you out. Yo, your shoes is fake, son. You have socks on, so what? He has power. Mm. So whoever we whoever has power, we give it to them. Mm-hmm. So we give power to the people that are being attacked, disenfranchised. Then we shun the people who are actually hurting our sisters, hurting our brothers. Mm-hmm. But if we just sit back chilling, they got all the power. People don't understand it. I think the moment we just take steps and to call them out. I'm not talking about making a list of maybe. No. When we have verified people mm-hmm. that are committing verified crimes and things against the community, we call them out. We call them out, put them on trial. But again, it's unfortunate that there's a society of fear yeah. and a society of just like, well, I'm not sure what's going on, so I'm just going to say it's this. Or I'm not sure what's going on, so I'm going to say it's that. And then now we're in the boy cried wolf unfortunately because it's like well that's not fair to the sisters that are getting assaulted mm. that's not fair to the brothers that are getting assaulted or getting attacked it's like yeah. it's not fair to the people that are actually getting you know what i'm saying it's like how do we navigate there's so much stuff going on but again it does all start with the there should be uh, brother no we should be like yo all while spellman I was like, I look brands, whatever. That's that's a that's a lock. We need a real like. We should combine at least one event each of everybody's NSO is forget Olive Branch. Yeah. Here's a mixer. <laughs> here's a here's a, a spirit night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Here's a spirit, a spirit. We all have a spirit night. It, at yeah. WEB Du Bois, we got yeah. glow sticks. Yeah. Rock it out. And we yeah. all speak about issues or something like yeah. there does yeah. need to be an effort to kind of combine it at freshman class because we're segregated the moment we dip out. Yeah. At the end of the show, bro, it's like, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah I'm you, right. you do very much so have to piece that together on your own. And it's and I I love that idea of having some kind of a communal activity where it's you can you can be there and just simply appreciate your blackness collectively to simply appreciate and be able to have moments that I'm so grateful I was able to have. There were moments where I was on that campus and I was able to sit back and look around and say, damn, I am so lucky and grateful to be around all of these enlightened, determined young black people you need to have moments like that and be in environments like that where you can have that perspective and sit back and be like yo look at where i'm at 
Look at who I'm around. This is awesome. I my pride in myself has been bolstered because I look at you and I see what you're capable of. I see what your metal is. And I love it. I think it's beautiful. You need moments like that to happen. But to push back a little bit on one thing that you did say, you know, I don't think that it should be. I don't think that the emphasis or responsibility should be placed on the university to do. To create those kinds of spaces, because I think there's definitely logistical issues that go into that a lot especially in the social and political realm. Because again, you have people from all different walks of life and that are have their own different value sets. <clears throat> it's almost, it's going to turn into a, a ridiculous conversation about indoctrination mm. and privacy and autonomy mm. and this, that, and the other. So I don't know if that's something that a university could institute or even should I would go as far to say that's something that should be on the the impetus of that should be put on the student body itself, because that the people who are going to benefit the most from that are you or us. So we have to be responsible for making it happen. The part that I think the university should play in it is however they can support it. So we go through the process of organizing it, making the pitch, coming up with, you know, an, an abstract to put it in writing to submit to someone. And the university should just come in and be like, all right, y'all need some paper for that. You know, we'll slide you a grant to make that happen. Or, you know, do you need help organizing, you know, people who have more experience in that space? Do you need help, you know, securing vendors for something? Do you need help getting uh, people organized as in maybe you need to get schedules aligned? Do we need to talk to certain professors and be like, hey, don't put no major assignments on that day? Or, you know, maybe we'll let that class be or whatever the case may be. On that side, I think that's where they would have influence. But as for actually trying to implement that, I don't even think that's something that should be put on them. Because that is that that's, again, very much so a part of the college experience and you learning about what you are and how that experience is going to affect how you develop and how you look at the rest of the world. But if we don't like you did say, and I do agree with you, if we don't take that initiative. If you're not. Oh, my gosh, what was that phrase I heard? You have to be present in your own success. You have to take that initiative to be there to get the effect that it needs to have on you. So if we care enough about those things, if we care enough to respect one another, to try to actually understand one another, to want to coalesce and develop together as prosperous young men and women, we have to take that into our hands and be like, yo, it's just like the conversation we're having right now. You got to be like, man, this is crazy. Like there's, there's this crazy friction that's going on. There's this, there, there's this tension. 
this back and forth that exists between us as young men and us as young women, although we're all being shafted equally for the most part with the wider ramifications, why don't we take the time to try to understand why we're here and do something about it? Why don't we make, why don't we start rearranging the barriers for our advantage? Instead of being the guinea pigs in the experiment, why don't we become the scientists? Why don't we start to understand the experiment that we are being tested as? Why don't we get on the other side of it and start manipulating the variables in our favor? We have to take that initiative. That's something that we have to do. And I think that is, and I think the college space, the college environment is a hotbed for that. That is one of the better places for that to happen. You find, because I feel like you find that level of comfortability. You find that level of understanding. You find that level of community still. You meet other people who have that mindset and share those values just as passionately as you do. But that's a us thing. I, I, I couldn't say that university should do that. Because I don't, first of all, I don't think they do it right. That's the first thing. I don't even trust them to do it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. But even beyond that, I don't even think that's their responsibility. That's, that's part of our experience. We have to put make stuff like that happen. But I agree with you 100%. Olive Branch and that kind of thing was a joke, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Could it have been done better? Yes. Who was that really responsible? Who was that responsibility placed on? Us, really. Really. To turn around and point the finger and, and be like, oh, well, they did a terrible job organizing that. Honestly, they didn't have to do it at all. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They they could have just been like, all right, you're here. The check cleared. See you next semester. So yeah. <laughs> that's on us. If we If enough people cared and were passionate enough about understanding and coalescing with each other and realizing how poor that experience was, we would have come together and made it happen. And we would have made a new one. But that's that's really the point that I'm getting to here. I don't think that enough of us care enough to understand the other side. We're just mm-hmm. accepting the tenets of the socially engineered alternate reality. We're accepting it and we're kicking the can down the road and we're like, well, yeah, this is what it is. Yes, men ain't shit. Yes, we are dogs. Yes, we take advantage and do X, Y, and Z. Yes, we have this pri- these privileges, male privileges. Men's rights don't exist. Like we're taking that and we're just holding on to it. And we're helping it manifest instead of being like, no, that's bull. There are things that can be changed. There's way more nuance to most of these conversations than it is being acknowledged. And we have to take that initiative and flip the situation. Like I said, you got to get out of the guinea pig position and get in the lab coat and be like, yo, this experiment has been tested on us. We need to be the ones running the experiment. Hmm. They can't keep trying to run the results on us and see how it's going to work. And you're at a university, which is literally giving you the resources to figure out how to make that happen. 
So we can do that. And the reason that I believe that so, so confidently is because look at all the special interest groups and conventions that happen on universities. We can even stick with Spelman as an example. They got groups for chicks that have been sexually assaulted. They got groups for chicks that are of the LGBTQ plus community and their struggle. They got groups for just personal expression. You wear your hair how you want. That's a I, I, that's a group. You expect you whatever style you want to have. Be stylish. Be a fashionista. That's a group. Like they have those special groups for those specific issues because they care enough about those things to be passionate about those things. Mm. So it can be done. It happens all the time. But enough of us have to care about the actual issue of interacting and coalescing with each other to make that a frontline issue, to build the groups for that, to build a better olive branch, to make the whole Spellman sister brother thing have some kind of meaning. Because to most of us, that didn't mean a goddamn thing. Because we still went out and had our own experiences and met other chicks from the respective universities and made our own connections and relationships. So it didn't mean much of anything. The ones that we held on to meant something to us because we took initiative with it. We took part in it. So that that's just necessary. Uh, yeah. Um, and out of the Quran, uh, God says, man is not, has nothing but what he strives for. Mm. Um, I love that. And so I, I think that sums up everything that you said, sums up what we're saying. And, and again, um, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't take anything back from my four years. Um, everything's complicated. I'm just like, I understand the inner workings. And I'm like... There's so much stuff going on and, and it's so much easier said than done, but stuff has to be said first. And so, yes, this is the, our, our critiques may be easy, but it's also they have to be said and things have to be said. But anything I said was good from God. Anything I said that was bad, uh, I'd be forgiven. And you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm not a, I'm not a PhD receiver. I'm just a brother that knows a couple of things and reads a couple of books. But I do feel like that you're right, it has to come from within and there has to be an earnest yearning, right? There was an earnest yearning for, okay, we need to galvanize the student movement. There was an earnest yearning for, no, like women are equal in the Black Panthers. This is, we're not doing this nonsense. Yeah. It was an earnest yearning for, you know, Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders need representation. It was an earnest yearning for, no, we need to vote. Like, all the stuff that's happened has got to be an earnest yearning. And then, I mean, <laughs> like, and, and, and real quick to shout out to the, yeah. the uh, black Panther chicks, man. Those, those were some bad sisters, boy, oh, with them afros man. and the, Oh man. There's the Davis man, Kathleen Cleveland. <laughs> I would have been wild. if I was alive at that time, boy, I would have been what? Yeah. Yeah. Shouts, shouts out to uh beautiful black women everywhere. Shouts out. 
Yeah, yeah, shut, shut, shut. <laughs> I remember. Oh my god, I've never heard somebody say, "Yeah, it's wild." Um, yeah, and I, and I, and I truly like. Well, yeah, it comes down to man, nothing but you strive for it. But I also, I, I feel like the biggest thing keeping us back from that unity thing is that we're in a society based on individuals. And so we're not in a society where I build, I build your toothbrush, you make my toothpaste and then someone else builds my car. Yeah. We're in a society where we can buy things on our own. We, we supposed to hug things by our own. Meanwhile, everybody else worked together. Mm-hmm. We find yes. the few groups of people that are still trying to out. Nah, yeah. man. As a Chase, black Chase community, we are yeah. one of the only, from my metric, we are the only currently that have this level of infighting still. And that mm. is so aggressively publicized. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's like, it's literally the point. Like I said, white people could literally go to sleep and, and they, and, and, and the oppression will still be there. It's like whatever the, the oppressive majority or the oppressive regime could go to sleep. I don't think half people would notice. Mm. I don't think half people would notice if, if like, say like any, like not inequality, I don't like nouns, but say like the oppressive and systematic stuff was gone tomorrow. How many people would actually notice? Uh, how long oh. would it take, you know, how long would it take for your mental state to, to be like, oh, I don't have to think this or I don't have to think that or I don't have to do this. It's like, it's insane. But like, but I go back to all of that. This is what I say. I say uh, this this analogy, parable, whatever. People don't want a Ferrari. They want what they think comes with a Ferrari. Yes. But unfortunately, after a year or two, a Ferrari is old. It runs on ten miles. Ten, no, ten. Yeah, with well, ten miles, what really in you know a gallon, right? And it just sits there. You can't yeah. drive it in the snow. You can't drive it in the rain. You can't even. You can only drive it on like really sunny days. Yeah. So now you're stuck with a Ferrari and you live in a cardboard box. Yeah. And so a lot of people are chasing this imagery, this idealism, but they don't understand that, you know, that, that, that 2018 Camry going to last you to 2038. Yeah. Now you can oh, get man. you a, a 20, 2040 ghost, but you chilling. Or it's yeah. like, you don't understand, man, like investing or if someone were to tell me that I could do whatever I want, all I got to do is sleep at Disney Studios for two years, I'm sleeping. People don't understand. It's like you can still write stuff. You can still work. You can work with Disney. All you're doing is sleeping. Yeah. But we're so what I call the devil's thought, right? The whole thing about the devil is that he's so focused on the fact that man's made from clay. Yeah. He not peeping the whole guy got a whole plan. So he's like, nah, forget that. I'm out. It, it, people are so focused on what's in front of them. They don't understand the bigger picture. They're yeah. so focused on getting that degree. They're so focused on getting that house. Yeah. If your brother is starving right next to you. Yeah. Your sister, your sister is homeless right next to you. Mm. And, and it said, and it said, um, you know, in the in in in, in Islam, it, the the best of us are those who know our neighbors, mm. who know who's needy in our own community. I love that. It's the best of us. It's the best of us, and until we get there, we can't go any further. We, we got to know our neighbors. We got to know our brothers and our sisters, and we have to know ourselves. 
the first thing we all got to do is know ourselves. And I tell the young bulls this. I say, yo, Simon, right? I, I'm starting to get where people do things. And I know myself, so I'm not going to put myself in certain situations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I know that I have certain strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. So overall, I, I say this. Man, there's nothing but what he tries for, right? And you got to know yourself. Therapy does not hurt. It is good. Oh, it's Exercise is good. Yes. Books are good. And don't be afraid to talk to family. Don't be afraid to talk to friends. Don't be afraid to take time for yourself. And just don't be afraid. Yeah. Because you have to use fear or fear will use you. Mm. And that's that. I love that, man. Man. In closing, men and women, if you choose to pursue the collegiate route, there are, with any committed decision, pros and cons, there are advantages and disadvantages that you will have to encounter. But with any major commitment, you have to do your research. You have to have as wholesome as as an understanding as you can of the situation before you make that decision. But understand, no matter what decision you choose to make, it's about the journey, not so much about the destination. When you make the decision in the first place, you already know what your desired destination is. When you decide to go to college, you know that your end goal is to come out a degree holder. When you decide to purchase a home, your goal is to have an appreciating asset. When you engage in a committed relationship, your goal is to find a life partner. So you know the points of A and B. Do not find yourself mired in the process of trying to get from A to B. The journey is what matters the most. The journey is about what you learn along the way and what you take away from it. So for all of you that have gone through your college experience or who are considering going, There are many things to consider. Think about all of them. But make the decision that is best for you. And remember that whatever decision you decide to make, no matter how challenging it may become, you have to be in it for the journey. Think about what you can take away from what you experience at that time. Live in that moment. Understand and comprehend as much as you can, because that is what all of the journey is about. How much you can take away. Man, Mansa, 
it has been a pleasure. I am more than grateful and gracious that you chose to be here to spend this time um, and really be engaged in, in all of these topics in this conversation and being here for this, this platform that I'm trying to build out to do my part. So I thank you thank, for that. Thank, thank you for having me. Man. Um, you know, thank you for allowing me to you know, spread my thoughts to the people um, and, you know, having a conversation. Um, it was a pleasure. Yo. It's always good to talk, get my thoughts out. Uh, and Absolutely. hopefully someone can benefit from anything that uh, I said. Is there any lasting points that you want to leave with the people? Uh, I would just say, remember what Yoda said, even if you haven't seen Star Wars, uh, do or do not, there is no try. Mm. Do or do not, there is no try. I heard that. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Menstruction, the place where the men of today build the structures for the men of tomorrow, where each and every week we present a beneficial brick to fortify the structure that is you incorporated. I go black, black velvet accompanied by monsters yes indeed i love each and every one of you peace